very warm welcome back to Bunny Bents, everybody. I'm Caitlin Bunny. I'm Chloe Bunny. And someday I'll be part of your, your world. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I actually forgot the song for a second. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So welcome to another episode. We are so excited for this one because this is the beginning of what we hope is something we'll be able to do more and more and more of, which is of course talking about film. We are film girlies. We love cinema. We love it. <laughs> it's one of our favourite things in this world. Absolutely. We absolutely adore the art of film. And there's something really exciting happening in the film world at the moment, which is, of course, the fact that mere sort of weeks, maybe even months now, mere sort of weeks ago, The Little Mermaid really took the world by storm. It really did. A huge moment. Long time in the making. Quite a sort of widely discussed remake with the casting choices made by Disney and so on. And it finally hit cinemas. Really fun. I really appreciated that they did the cinematic release. Oh, and that God. it's yet to come on Disney Plus because obviously I want it on Disney Plus ASAP. But so important to get people into cinemas. And what a fantastic film to see on the big screen. Oh, it was beautiful. Totally. So you and I have both seen it. We saw it separately because we do yep. live in separate countries. And... We both had such a fantastic time with it. We do have a different history with the original Little Mermaid film, but we'll get into all that. But basically, we both saw it. We both loved it. We've been having a lot of fun with the TikToks, like really enjoying engaging in Little Mermaid discourse. And that's really closely tied to something else we love. Aqua, aqua, aqua. So... Aquamarine is a huge movie for us and for girlies everywhere. And Every hot girl has a history with, with Aquamarine. <laughs> it's just so true and more and more girls are developing that history every day and I just couldn't be happier about it. So we love our mermaids, we love Aquamarine, we loved the new little mermaid and we thought, perfect. Let's freaking talk about mermaids on the big screen. Yeah, mermaids on screen, what a pod. This is like a dream topic for me because I love mermaids and I have so many favorite mermaid films. Mm. So I'm excited. Totally. And like we are obviously real sort of patrons of the mythical creature. I'd love movement, to be a mermaid. You know, like we love our fantastical creatures. Are they fantastical or are they real? We can get into it. But <laughs> mermaids are like especially close to our hearts, I think. Yes. And I also think just... In a wider sense, I think they are something that a lot of women, like, really feel a kinship with. Like, there's something really just, like, mesmerizing about mermaids. Yes. Because you can have your land moment and you can also be in the water. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. And you know what else occurred to me when we were watching Aquamarine in preparation for this? Is that I feel like so often mythical creatures and fantastical stories are very kind of, like, anti-human and have, like, a superiority complex mm. about being, you know, immortal or being so magical true. and hate on humanity. But with mermaids, often comes this real, like, appreciation or, like, yearning for the human world. 
So true with Little Mermaid. With and Little Mermaid Aquamarine. and with Aquamarine. It's really interesting though because it's not like they're a one-trick pony. Like it's not just that because obviously that's maybe the more like kids story version of it maybe. But also then you have like the sirens and, mm. you know, the ones who used to supposedly like lure people to their death and stuff like you know, they're obviously not as appreciative of humanity, but I like that they have the range. They have the range. Mermaids can, have the range. You can make a horror mermaid movie. Which, by the way, where is that? I think there are, like, a few. Are there? there have been a few tries. <laughs> I know there was a movie um, a couple of years back called The Lure, and I think it was a European movie, and I think it was also kind of like a it was like a horror musical or something. Horror musical? I think. Wow. I think. I really wanted to see it. I never ended up seeing it, so maybe we should watch it sometime. Yeah, yeah so it's the flavor of the moment. We love mermaids, so we're here to talk about mermaids and media, about mermaids on the big screen. So basically we're just going to give some of our thoughts on, you know, The Little Mermaid, some other mermaid movies, but the main chunk of this episode will actually be us discussing Aquamarine mm-hmm. in spoilery detail because we... Rewatched it for the millionth time this morning. We had our iPads out, so we wrote our notes down, mm-hmm. and we are excited to fully discuss this movie and mm-hmm. give our full commentary. We're going to talk about what we love about the movie, what we don't like about the movie. I don't mm. know if there's anything. No. Uh, so we're going to get into it. Absolutely. So before we do that, we of course need to do our rose and thorn. Rose and thorn moments. So what is one of your main roses recently? Oh, I have not prepped this. I'm kind of enjoying not prepping the rose and thorn. Good on you. Like just have, see what comes to you in the moment kind of thing. My rose is my newfound appreciation for electric blankets. (gasps) That's a good one. Yeah, so I've never been an electric blanket girly. I think my parents were concerned that like the house would burn down or something. Which it nearly did for me. (laughs) (laughs) So I never had them growing up. Um, and I've only just had like one really bad experience with them where like I woke up at a guy's house and I was like absolutely drenched in sweat, like dehydrated, dying, <laughs> too like young and nervous to wake him up to be like, how do I uh, turn off the electric blanket? And I just sat there like, like I was in a fucking sauna, horrendous. <laughs> um, but Chloe Bunny has taught me the ways of using the electric blanket correctly because I'm currently staying with her in Casa Chloe, one of my favorite places ever. And I'm absolutely sold. You simply put on the electric blanket half an hour or so before you're getting into bed. You get into bed, toastiest feeling to quote Chloe Bunny. There's nothing like that feeling. There's nothing like that feeling. It's literally a warm hug getting into yeah, bed. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Like, I stayed at this farm and it was a little scary because we were in this tent, me and my friend. And I was kind of like, I'm a bit scared to sleep because what if someone could easily kill me right now? Yeah. But I got into bed, the electric blanket was on, and I realized I don't care. I'm too comfy. I'm too comfy <laughs> and cozy to care. And that's the power of the electric blanket. If I go, I simply go whilst cozy. <laughs> exactly. Like, all your worries go away. Yeah. It's really beautiful. That's a stunning rose. Yeah, what's yours? Mine is... Penny and her boyfriend, Penny's my sister, prepared us a fun lunch. Yeah, that was delicious. And it was delicious. Yeah. And they just like surprised us and they're like, do you want this? And I, they really just went all out and it was beautiful. Yeah, I do. It's so lovely when someone like prepares a meal for you, isn't it? Yeah. And you walk downstairs and it's on the table. Yeah. And your seat is ready to go. It is just beautiful. Lovely gesture. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. That was awesome. 
Thorn, actually, this is a pretty easy one. Thorn is that I am going home tomorrow. True. So it's like my last full day in Sydney. Um, it's our third part of the trip, so we're really having fun. We're yeah, really well, we it. are girl bossing it. Yeah, and we are headed out tonight. Away. <laughs> I'm very so excited. It'll be a really fun, like, final 24 hours, but yeah, it is, it is thorny to be going home. It yes. is thorny. My thorn is the fact that my soulmate, Wolfgang, lives in a different country to me. <laughs> so Wolfgang is Caitlin's dog. So I had to say my goodbyes to him, you know, a few days ago. <laughs> and it just makes me sad because it's... Like, I, I can obviously talk to Caitlin on FaceTime. Obviously, I wish we lived in the same country, but at least we can talk over FaceTime. Mm. But with Wolfgang, obviously, I can see him over FaceTime, but our connection needs to have the touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to be able to find him and play yeah. with him and chase him around. And it's hard to have that specific connection long distance. Yeah, oh, Wolfie. <laughs> they really do have something special, Chloe and Wolfgang. They really do. Chloe speaks Wolfgang like no one else. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've talked a bit about how, like, mermaid stuff really is just kind of in the centre of the culture at the moment. Thank God. Thank God, you're absolutely right for that. So an interesting perspective, I think, is that I swear everyone you talk to loves mermaids, right? Yeah. Yet, where the hell are they? Where are they? Because I did, you know, obviously prepping for the pod, I was like, let's Google, like, you know, the best mermaid movies, the best mermaid TV, all the stuff. There's not that much freaking out there. Yeah. And my question is why? And my potential answer is because they're for the girlies. Yeah, no, honestly. Because they are girlies because they're for the girlies. Because they traditionally, like, apparently, you know, lured men to their death. I guess the dominant culture just has beef with their men. (laughs) And they don't get to have heaps of fun movies the way – or even – books the way that like vampires do or fairies do or werewolves or whatever it might be mermaids have been traditionally sidelined yeah that is interesting and i suppose like a commercial consideration could be that like it costs a lot of money i would Mm. to film things you know quote unquote underwater yeah but, like, it's still fun even if it doesn't look perfect. Yeah. Like, think of all the fun, like, stupid vampire horror movies and stuff with, exactly. you know, plastic fangs and all that. <laughs> like, fake blood. Like, we could still be having fun with the, the mermaids. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I feel like even, yes, there are fewer, like, things with them at the, like, sort of center of it. But even when they are in something, they're normally sidelined. Yeah. You know, like the mermaids in Peter Pan. I was going to say Peter Pan. Yeah. Harry wh- Potter. Who are absolute legends. Harry Potter, Yeah. And it's like, give them more than one and a half scenes, basically. But also in Peter Pan, they are portrayed as like... Mean. Mean. (laughs) They're mean girls. They're mean girls. They're mean to the Wendy Bird. They are so mean to the Wendy Bird. What's that about? I kind of love it. But like... It's a fun moment. The thing is that like, I just... Every different type of mermaid, I love you. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. I want to see all different types of mermaids out there. Mermaid representation. (laughs) <laughs> we need mermaid representation. Yeah. Um, actually, speaking of that, do you believe mermaids exist? I want to believe. I say yes because I choose to have fun. Yeah, let's say yes. Like, why Why not, you know? And also, when I was in primary school, I saw this YouTube video that was like, mermaid spotted or something. <laughs> and I'm just going to tr- believe that that was true. Mm. And I saw the mermaid and it was like a one millisecond moment. And I was like, 
I've, that I've seen it. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting that we you know we don't have as much of them as you might instinctively think mm. or might want, and yet they really just are a fan favorite. Yeah. People love mermaids. So. Who do they love? Let's go through it. Obviously, Little Mermaid, perhaps like the biggest mermaid on screen moment to happen thus far. Also, of course, Aquamarine, our baby, who we will be talking about at length. Can't wait. Have you seen the movie Splash? I don't even know what that is. I think it's from either late 80s or like early 90s. It's a Tom Hanks movie when he's really young. And it's about this mermaid. Really? Yeah, I've he's not. That. He's not the mermaid. Daryl Hannah's the mermaid. Um, I've only seen it maybe once or twice when I was very young because my mum loved it, and I would actually be really interested in rewatching it because I remember yeah. having a lot of fun. So that was like a mermaid rom com kind of thing, basically. Fun. Um, Peter Pan. We've briefly mentioned we love the mermaids in Peter Pan. Obviously, there is. The incredibly important Barbie cinematic universe. I was going to say, some people are saying Barbie fairytopia, mermaid. Fairytopia, Barbie mermaidia. I still remember the mermaid Barbie dolls that you could get. <gasps> I had one. Did you? Oh my God. I'm so one. jealous right I now. No, I had one you put in the bath and it would swim. Yeah. And I remember the television ad and it was like, making a splash in mermaidia. Yes, I had one. That was my everything. I took it to the pool. To I'm to trying the to keep it cool right now, but I'm really Good jealous. <laughs> so, of course, all the mermaids in the Barbie Cinematic Universe, we love you. And now we also have, you know, and Peter Pan kind of fits into this, but the sort of maybe like darker, edgier mermaid representation, which are the things like the mermaids in Goblet of Fire. The yes. like the mermaids in... I haven't. I don't think I've actually seen the Pirates of the Caribbean with the mermaids, but I think they're like naughty siren mermaid type things. Um, there's a TV not. show called Sirens. Really? Maybe we need to look into that as well, which I think is like this small town starts, like coastal town starts getting terrorized by wow mermaids. Um, the Lore, which is that one we were talking about. So they do have their kind of darker moments. Oh, in um, the new Black Panther. Oh, there were that? some I haven't fun, seen that yet. They were like the I don't know if they were technically mermaids, but they definitely had the mermaid siren energy, and they cool. were like really creepy, and I really liked it. What's the film we watched recently? Was she the nanny? <gasps> that was a mermaid, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a mermaid. <gasps> yes, we watched the nanny, which is a horror movie. Really fun horror movie, like predominantly black cast, like really interesting social commentary. And they incorporated the mermaid aspect really well in, yeah. in a really interesting way that yeah. we hadn't seen before. That was like a really fun atmospheric take on it. See? Oh, and of course, of course, of course, of course. I've got a special power that I'm not afraid to use. H2O, just add water. No, that is my baby. I love that show. I've rewatched it so many times. Good on you. That is one of my sole pieces of media. Like, it is everything to me. I remember being so surprised, kind of, you know, through way of the internet, finding out that, like, all these other people loved it as well. Because I just kind of figured it would be very much like a New Zealand and Australia thing. Yeah, like, the whole world loves it. The world loves it. They love to say Cleo. Cleo, the condensation. (laughs) The condensation. Which is where it's from, if you've heard that before, but maybe haven't seen it. Sure, just said water. (laughs) 
But it's really a great one. It fed, it was like the gateway drug for so many um, Vampire Diaries actors. Yeah. Like, who were on H2O, the man onto Vampire Diaries. Like, it's a really fun show. And that actually had a spin off Mako Mermaids, right? I tried to watch that. It sucked. Okay. I haven't ever watched Mako <laughs> Mermaids, but. I mean, if it's mermaid stuff and it exists, like I'm not mad about it. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not mad about it, but it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. So there is some stuff to work with there. There is some stuff to work with, but not as much as you'd want. And of course, like there are some books and stuff about it, but our focus today is very much filmic. Yes. Focused mermaid culture. So should we talk about the new Little Mermaid? Yeah, let's talk about it. So we're not going to get into too many spoilers. No. But let's just talk about what we loved. Yeah, so I absolutely adore the Disney Little Mermaid, like the animated one. It was one of my favorite Disneys growing up and I still take a lot of comfort in it and really adore it. Didn't you watch it three times in one day recently? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Good for you. I've taken to just having it on in the background when I'm like getting work done or whatever. Good for you. Because I just love the songs and it's just a fun moment. And so I was very much like excited to see Halle Bailey, like excited to see what they would do with it, but I didn't have super high expectations. Ended up having a great time. Yes. So I have never been obsessed with the animated Little Mermaid, which shocks people because I am a mermaid girly and I do love my Disney films. So most people would expect that. But Mm. there's just something about it. I don't like it's obviously fun. But I was never obsessed. And mm. I just was always like, why is she, like, losing her voice for a man? Like, <laughs> um, Anyway, so I didn't really have that nostalgia with the first, with the original animated. Mm. But obviously a new live-action mermaid movie with Halle Bailey. I always get it confused. Sorry. Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey. Um, with Halle Bailey, I was excited mm. and the trailer looked amazing. So I was pumped. Mm. I didn't think I would love it as much as I did though. Yeah, it was such a follow through. Like they really got us. I will say though, what the hell is going on with Sebastian and all that? And <laughs> Flounder. Sebastian, Scuttle and Flounder. I was terrified. We've taken technology too far <laughs> when the sea creatures are looking like that. I Who don't... wanted that? Who signed off on that? I don't know. And they should be punished for their crimes because I didn't like looking at them. Like, it got easier as the movie went on, but I still didn't like it. (laughs) But still, what the hell were they thinking? It was nightmare fuel. Yeah. But the thing is, Halle Bailey and our Prince Eric just really, like, anything about the film that wasn't quite working, they just counteracted. Exactly. Because they were just so expertly chosen to lead that film. I think that was perfect casting. Perfect casting. You really buy that he's just like absolutely besotted with her. Oh, and obsessed. he's obsessed and I just absolutely love him and it was a really fun moment where he was just all over Twitter um TikTok, like, yeah. like getting Prince beautiful. Eric edits all the time. Like he's an absolute sweetheart. We love him. And obviously Hallie, like, we knew this, but she's an absolute star. She is a literal Disney princess. She's a literal Disney princess. She can open a movie that big. She's got the most incredible vocals and, like, such, like, a really nuanced performance and a difficult one. Like, she predominantly is mute in that film. Yeah, and she was killing it with the facial expressions. Yeah. I really loved the way that they did it because obviously if she's not able to speak, it's like, okay, is he just falling in love with the idea of her? Mm. Or um, 
just how she's into him, like that vibe. Mm. But I really believe that they were communicating non-verbally. There was such substance in their connection Mm -hmm. in this film. Like all the changes that they made in that respect from the original were so clever. Yes. Like how... The map scene. Yeah, the map scene, how like obviously Ariel under the sea has her like precious kind of cave of all her treasures from the above world and like she hey, loves her trinkets 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 yeah she another box from my tree <laughs> and like and eric has something similar but for the sea like they just were so well matched they complimented so... each other beautifully like they had a gorgeous story it was just it was such a fun film i just remember being so gagged from sitting down you know the cinema goes dark you're getting into it and then you open with the Hans Christian Andersen quote. I loved that With opening. those gorgeous visuals of the waves crashing. And it was kind of the darker quote, wasn't it? It was the, oh my God, yeah, let's find the quote. Let's find the quote. I thought that was a really interesting and fun choice. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're really going for it. Yeah. This is really going to be a sleigh. Here we go. Opens beautiful visuals of like quite rough like tempestuous waves like gorgeous visuals and then you get the on-screen graphic Hans Christian Andersen but a mermaid has no tears and therefore she suffers so much more oh wow that was incredible incredible and like her suffering was like really an important and like tangible part of this adaptation and I loved that like her longing to be a human was not explicitly tied to being with Eric. Like mm. she wanted it on its own, like a chord, you know. And I remember I was kind of pissed about this. So you might have seen on TikTok, like people kind of making fun of her actions before she does the jump up rock moment in part of your world. Oh, because yeah, I've she's seen that. like kind of moving herself along the rock to position herself mm. at like the helm of it. And then and people were being like, Why is she moving in such a creepy kind of way? I was like it works for the character. Like, she's obsessed with getting on land. Yeah. Like, it works for her to be, like, someday I'll be, like, this real determination coming through in her physical actions. Like, say, sorry she's not, like, moving prettily enough along the rock for you. Like, she's <laughs> Yeah, actually, I did find that very weird. I didn't notice anything She's not it. a soft character, actually. Yeah. Like, she's really determined and headstrong. And that's coming through in her actions. Of course it is. That's a good point. But I never even noticed anything no, weird about that. People and then just, I saw on TikTok, I'm like... What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. So I no notes whatsoever for Hallie. No notes whatsoever. No notes for Jonah. Like he was so stunning as Prince Eric. Like I really loved the two of them. And it's just, it goes to show you that no matter like the quality of the script or like the filmmaking crew, whatever, if you have two great actors with great chemistry, like you've got a solid flick. You've got a solid flick. So yeah, like, happiness from us all around happiness i think i gave it like 3.5 stars i can't wait mm-hmm. to rewatch it yeah definitely love you new and old little mermaid <laughs> is it time it's time it's time it's time we're getting out the ipads because let me tell you we took some notes i had the time of my life so we've watched this movie Actually, we'll get into our individual histories. Yeah. But we watched this movie so many times, so it was really fun to watch it with a more, like, critical lens mm-hmm. and 
take the notes. Mm-hmm. We notice a lot that we didn't really notice. Yeah. The first 100 times. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. it was really fun. And a really good reminder that like there's, there's just always so much still to be found in the media you love. That's why I just don't understand people who don't like rewatching. No, I'm a rewatcher till I die. I love to rewatch. Like you yeah. always notice things no yeah. matter how many times you, re- you rewatch something. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about our individual history. Yeah. So Aquamarine, let me start by saying love you. Like I remember seeing it at the movies. I remember it was like a huge sleepover movie. Like Yes. Of course, you know, you roll down to the DVD rental store. You are getting, you know, five weeklies for five dollars. You're getting Aquamarine. You're getting Mean Girls. You're getting John Tucker Must Die. <laughs> you're getting Hairspray. You're getting maybe like Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen or something like that. Exactly. And you know, you're watching Aquamarine first, is what you're doing. Like Aquamarine. I remember I went to see it with my friend Kate. We absolutely loved it. Like it was that movie like we'll get into the specifics but like just some of the prettiest people you've ever seen like just what a moment it was it really had a moment in the culture and thank god i was there i'm so happy that i was alive for that time because totally the impact aquamarine had on me was enormous Mm -hmm. so i watched in theaters as well with my cousin and penny my sister and we had a blast and we got the movie ticket and we created a little scrapbook moment. Mm-hmm. So I have that hanging up in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I remember thinking that's my new favorite movie after that. After Aww. seeing it, I was like, that is everything to me. And then, of course, we got the DVD and my sister and I watched it every day for like a year straight. I'm pretty sure. And then we watched it a million times after that. And when me and Caitlin started to get close and... I don't even know how we first started talking about it, but I think I saw you had the DVD, maybe? Maybe, yeah. And then we realised how important that movie was to each other. Yeah, and then we watched it and we both just loved it, like, together as well. So it's now become a Kately classic. Yeah, I think, tradition. like, if, I had, if we had to pick one, like, that is our movie. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because from the beginning of our trips, we always watch it, at mm-hmm. least once on the trip. Yeah. And it's just such a fun, cosy tradition, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's just so nice to watch a movie that with someone who loves it like as much as you. Exactly, because like it takes on like it has a whole nother life, you know. Exactly. Like we have our we each have our individual history with it, and now we have the shared history with it. Like, and now we have this critical analysis history. Yeah. With it. <laughs> exactly. And when we have kids, we're gonna force them to watch yeah, it. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So we took so many notes whilst watching, of course, and. We're going to get spoilery, so, like, we'll talk you through it if you haven't seen it. Yes. But absolutely watch it, you guys. Like, seriously, pause the pod. Watch it and come back. Watch it and come back because you like will not regret it. minutes. Yeah. And, like, you'll find a new best friend in that movie. Like, oh. I can't imagine anyone watching it and be like, that was okay and I'm never going to watch it again. Like, every girl who encounters Aquamarine, that's – like that's with you for life it's with you for life i actually whenever i'm feeling a bit disconnected from myself that's one of the movies that i rewatch to bring me back to my roots you know (laughs) um and i always i'm like okay i feel grounded i remember who i am (laughs) um and if i 
show someone aquamarine for the first time and they don't like it, that's how I know we're not going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great litmus test in that way. Yeah. So what is your synopsis of aquamarine? Synopsis of aquamarine. Two young, cute, preteen besties are unfortunately going to be separated because one family is moving countries. They live in like a coastal town. In Florida. Florida, which is actually Australia, right? Yes, it's set in Australia. Well, um, sorry, it's filmed in Australia. They are lucky enough to encounter a mermaid after doing kind of like a silly, goofy spell slash wish moment during a storm. Full moon. Yeah, full moon. And basically the mermaid says, hey, they become immediate besties, the three of them, which are so gorgeous. And the mermaid says, if you help me out you get a wish. And, they they're, like, and they're like, oh my God, if we get a wish, we can wish for you to stay here and not move. So that's kind of like the central conflict and setup of the story. Yes. Yeah. And that's like what I love most about it. But of course, the other really like important part, of course, is Raymond, who is, you know, the mermaid, Aquamarine, we love you. She is trying to prove to her father that love is exists so that she doesn't have to marry a weirdo arranged marriage merman moment and she sees a guy on land who those girlies happen to like have a cute little crush on as well and she's they like i obsessed. want that one yeah they're like no <laughs> so they decide to help her get raymond to fall in love with her yeah oh it's such a fun premise yeah like that's the thing it's such a fun premise but there's also like there's so much more yeah exactly it's not like, just that, that does not even scratch the surface yeah. like oh love it and it also has like a very beautiful and classic look it looks like all those absolutely iconic girly films from like the 2000s and the 2010s it's bright it's fluffy it's yeah. saturated it's it's a warm hug. One of the all-time, like, teenage girl rooms. Yeah. Like, like the, the bedroom is the just everything. Tour? Where's the room tour? That's what we were talking about. Before we get into the movie, we both have the DVD. Mm-hmm. And the ad that plays before Aquamarine plays is... Doon, 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 doon. That you wouldn't steal, steal a, a car. car. You wouldn't steal a TV moment. You wouldn't steal a handbag. <laughs> The people who know, know that ad. I wonder if it's an Australian-New Zealand thing. Must be, right? Downloading pirated films is stealing. It must be. What you're really burning is the The future future of Australian films. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for the people who know what we're talking about, I'm sure you're getting a nostalgic flashback because that ad was before so many DVDs. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the opening. Oh, iconic opening chills just thinking about chills. it chills so we go we have aqua doing a little singing moment exactly and it's the classic moment which i love in any film which is when you're underwater yes. and so the music is kind of muffled and then as soon as the camera's above water Boom! The volume like intensifies this clarity of sound, and you go from being under the water to above the surface. It's the best feeling. And then we go to, oh yeah, I can see. Sorry. When I, I saw, saw him diving, diving deep into the deep, and I just had to ask my girlfriend who he was. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fun song. To- the soundtrack of this movie. Oh, incredible! 
It is so fun and that adds to the comfort for me. The soundtrack, I I'm it's one of the aspects like I'm wowed by every time. Yes. Yeah. Like perfection. Not only have they chosen and like curated those songs so perfectly, like the execution. Like the, execution. the use of them in the film. No notes. And also like this um the score when they're speaking and stuff. Yeah, like Aqua's theme and everything. Yes, Aqua's theme. <laughs> it just it's it's magical because of course like musicality is so important to the mermaid canon yes like they have their siren song like it's incredibly important they used to like it was their beautiful voices that lured people right oh that is such a good point so of course like a mermaid film had to kill it with the music and they did they did so we have besties Haley and claire Haley and claire on the beach and they're like Look at him, Claire. I'm looking at him, Haley. They're looking at Raymond. <laughs> on the lifeguard stand. The Australian hottie. He's Australian. He is Australian, not in the film, though. And we have the first iconic line reading, which is when they're learning about the fluff and retreat. Also, fluff and retreat works. No, so it works. if you're looking for some moves. Maybe like, we can do that tonight. <laughs> in the, yeah, in the romance department. Like, this film is actually going to teach you a lot. No, it does, because he- Claire and her... <laughs> <laughs> Hair is their ship name. <laughs> Hair love to talk. I mean, Hair love to read their ma- magazine articles about how to get boys. See, that's another just like absolutely incredible cultural artifact of the time is like a classic teeny bopper magazine. Your dolly, your girlfriend, your total, total girl. girl. I <laughs> was so happy to see Total Girl because I'm pretty sure that was an Australian. Yeah, that'll be why it's in the thing. Yeah, exactly. In Australia, they would have just gone to like a shop and gotten all the girly magazines. And Total like, Girl was my everything. It was everything. And like for the people who aren't Southern Hemisphere girlies, like Total Girl, it was the classic like A5 size. like oh, perfect not, size. You know, like a little baby size magazine for the babies. And it had your fun personality quizzes. Yes. It had your fun beauty tips. It had like fun, you know, interviews and photo shoots with all the classic teeny stars of the moment. Like it had your fun boy like advice columns. Like it was everything. And didn't it also come with like a fun like mascara oh, or something like you that? You got a gift every time. Yeah. Like a tiny little lip gloss or like a cute little charm. Like random we've got to go back yeah i was gonna say i would actually i would love an adult version of that a subscription like that did you used to get this sabrina one and it had like this the first one came with this glitter purple case and then every issue after that you got another thing that filled (gasps) something in the case and you built this like stunning like nail art beauty like this whole collection thing oh that was everything i was a huge sabrina girly and actually might i add so Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like the live action with Melissa Joan Hart, that TV show. I loved that TV show. And there were also two, yes. two made-for-TV movies. And one of them was set at Great Barrier Reef and it was had mermaids. Oh, my God. I should and watch I think, that. I think that's another reason that I love mermaids so much wow. is because that was like a really core text for me when I was young. There was oh. that. And then the other film was her going to Rome and, and there were like other witches. Oh my god, I love that. I yeah. just watched that. And that made me be all, all like, you know, I'm going to be a marine biologist. Like, oh, <laughs> Yes, and then Cecilia. Oh, wait, we haven't even talked about the line reading. I was like, where did I oh, start so- with that? <laughs> so they're explaining the fluff and retreat. Would you like to explain for the listeners what the fluff and retreat is? You fluff his ego and walk away. Not only is he left wanting more, but he's under the impression that it's his idea. Isn't that incredible? And of course, as Haley is reading this, Claire replies with, That's 
really cool. (laughs) (laughs) We love to say that's really cool. We, in that specific tone, Mm -hmm. it's just perfection. Emma Roberts killed it. She killed it and, like, she absolutely slayed. Like, the fluff and retreat is really cool and it does work. It actually, well, I haven't tried it in real life. Well, I don't know why I haven't, but I will tonight. Okay. (laughs) And we see Aqua do it later in the film and it works. Mm. She does it. Should we just say how she does it right now? Yeah. So she's like, what did she say? Wow, Raymond. Wow, Raymond. You're really good. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) She's just like, blah, 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 blah. Bye. (laughs) Walks away. And he's immediately like, oh, and like goes after her, you know, like. It works though. Because if something did that to you, like, it's like, wait, what? It's such a genius idea. I would be left wanting more. I would. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so then Cecilia, a.k.a. Lexi from the Vampire Diaries, arrives. <laughs> and she's looking hot. And she's with her girls. And Claire and Haley are intimidated because they're like, oh, great. Does Raymond have a crush on her? Yeah. And also they are, you know, enemies. Yeah, she's a bit older. Like, her friends look like 35. <laughs> like. <laughs> but we actually do have Jenna from Pretty Little Liars. Also, Tasman Curtis, I think her name is. Another Australian girl. She was on Herman Away, right? Yeah, Australian girly. So yeah. I love to see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so she arrives and then they have the whole, oh, guards, please don't stretch. Don't flex. What is it? <laughs> He'll fluff his hair, flex those muscles. Oh, no. Fluff his hair, stretch, and floss it. Flexes, yeah, 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 yeah. If he likes it, and then, oh, God, he does it. And they scream. They scream. It's the classic comedy moment. <laughs> it's just everything. I actually wrote, to live your life on the sand with your BFF, fun magazines, observing your crush, that's everything. That is everything. Actually, can we speak about the fact that I want to live this life? I want mm. to be on this beach, coastal town, and have my local crush, who's a lifeguard, go around town with my bestie, reading the magazine. Like, that's everything. That's everything. And, like, can it even happen anymore? Like, you know, because the magazine industry, least of all, is, like, you know, dying. Like, when's the last time you saw a total girl? Like, <laughs> Maybe we should go looking for one. Yeah, We should see what fun. the kids are reading these days. I actually need to see if I can go to the aquamarine filming locations. Definitely. Because if it's in Australia... Surely we should so we should absolutely do recreate that. Recreate the scenes. Oh my god, you're so <laughs> right. Yeah. So then we have Haley and Claire in the movie room, mm-hmm. and they're talking, they're bonding, they're absolute cuties. I love their friendship. I love their friendship too. And you just you sense it instantly. You yeah. You know you just it's as if you are like clocking like we've just turned the camera on on people who are so clearly best friends. You know yeah. like the, that's the thing like the. The chemistry between all these actors, Great. perfect. Like, perfect. you really buy this movie, and that's part of its charm, you know? And, like, that would make it, that would really lessen it if, if you know, they were just mm. shitty child actors that didn't really have something, but they absolutely do. Yeah, and I actually really love Jojo as an actress, and we were talking about if she was in anything else. Mm. And she was an RV, but I don't think anything else was Yeah, that. RV's all I can think of, or at least from that era. I don't mm. really know what she's doing now, but... But I do love her as an actress. Mm. So it is night. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the fact that Haley's leaving. So we have our iconic prayer moment. Yeah, wow. Oh, gods of... Oh, gods of hurricane and thunder and majestical ways. Use it your power to keep my mom from moving to Australia. I probably butchered that, but we, you know, the iconic 
prayer from Haley. Keep us in Bay Bridge. Ameneth. Ameneth is so iconic for that. And the classic thing is like, you know, Claire's like, oh, you're being silly, Haley. Then five seconds later, she's like, Ameneth. <laughs> <laughs> like just to make sure. Exactly. <laughs> They're absolute cuties. And then that's what causes the storm. That's what causes the storm. And I also have written... Like, you know, they get all scared when, like, all the stormy action's going on. And then they're like, you know, if we die, like, you're my best friend. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And then Haley's like, also, I broke your iPad, iPod. And exactly. I was just like, that's such a classic thing from the specific type of, type of film, which really, like, makes it the time capsule. Because you're like, oh, it's so of the moment. Like, exactly. that iPod reference. I loved an iPod. Yep. So then the next morning, half the ocean is in the pool. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. And you know where they see it from? Their, Their freaking bedroom balcony. balcony. The bedroom balcony. Are you actually kidding? Oh. The bedroom's everything. Claire's freaking bedroom suite. Like, she's got her ensuite, Like, connected bathroom. The most beautiful bedroom you've ever seen. Huge. A little, like, step out onto, like, the gorgeous carved into the roof-like bedroom balcony. Like, it's the most incredible. It's beachfront. Yeah. It's actually the best house ever. It's, oh, where is the rental? Yeah. I wonder who's living in there. They're living the dream. Um, So they go down to the pool Mm -hmm. and the grandpa is filming, which you actually didn't realize. He's fully got the camcorder out. It's so fun. And then Claire Mm -hmm. falls in Mm. and she sees Aqua. And we hear the Aqua like siren Mm. music. I didn't even think about the siren. I'm such a dumbass. I literally didn't. It only occurred to me this time. Wow! Yeah. I didn't even think about the fact that it's Aqua singing until just, you've said you've said that. Really? Yeah. I just thought it was her having just fun, like mm, yeah, it must know? be because that's classic her to be like. Mm. <laughs> she loves to make her weird fun noises, like. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a cutie. Anyway, yeah. so Claire sees her and she screams. Raymond jumps in to save her. Really cute. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's like the end of the opening. Yes. Like, that's kind of our setup, yeah. But she says it's a shark in the pool, which I always found really confusing. It's clearly a human. <laughs> she sees Aqua's face. She sees the head. I don't think she sees the tail. So I'm really confused why she says it's a shark. She's clearly just got, like, her water trauma. Because true, true. Poor true. thing. Her parents drowned. True. That's a good point. Yeah, so that's the opening. So... Since Claire's seen something, they're like, we're going to go back at night. We're going to see what's up. Come on, Clarity Cat. And then I swear we have perhaps, like, it's absolutely up there. I would say, like, top five most important cinematic entrances of all time. Which is them going back and forth bickering about what Claire actually saw. And then all of a sudden you hear this incredible voice say, I bet I I know what it was. You get a whip pan to... Like, the prettiest girl you've ever seen in your life, sitting in the pool, long, luscious mermaid hair. Oh, like, what an entrance. Oh, I'm guessing it was a mermaid. And then she goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and can we also freaking talk about the blue snakes? Because... Every time I watch Aquamarine, I'm like, where the hell are my blue snakes? I want lollies right now. I want the blue lollies. And Aqua loves them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they meet, it's just iconic. And they just they just instantly gel. Like, they you instantly can see gel. they're going to be friends. Like, 
Akko does this big, huge, fun, like, leap. The music swells. Like, that it's is just... the best leap. We like, always are like, oh! Really impressive CG. Like, they yeah. use, they use it sparingly in this film, and, like, the tail was practical. Like, she got put in the tail for her scenes. Really fun behind-the-scenes photos of that. Yeah. Which Chloe found today. Like, so she's properly in the tail, similar to, like, how they filmed H2O. But, like, that specific moment, you know, when they do use the CG or, like, the dolphins at the end and, like, all that... It really works. I don't it think does. it's aged at all. Yeah, like it's not like, oh, lol, look at that. It doesn't take you out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, Sarah Paxton kills it in this movie. She, if you were watching this film, like having never encountered it or her before, you'd be like, oh, well, she obviously went on to become a huge star. Yeah, it's interesting that she so did. it's really interesting that she didn't. Because she's really good. She's fantastic and like can do the comedy and the drama of it, which yes. is not as easy as people think. Yes, and when we meet her, we understand her personality straight away. Mm. She's very fun, unique, funny. I love her. And, and just gorgeous. Like, oh, so pretty. Obviously. Gorgina. And, like, because <laughs> I feel like, obviously, there's so many different types of pretty. And I feel like if you had to describe her, it's like she is mermaid pretty. You know? Oh, like, yeah. she's mermaid pretty. She, like, she looks like a mermaid. Absolutely. Like, oh, they found a movie to be in their film. How fortuitous. Like, that's what movie. you think. A mermaid, sorry, <laughs> to be in their film. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, honestly, we'll get into it, but Aqua was one of my biggest inspirations growing up. Mm. Just the way she lives her life, we'll get into mm. it later, but... Ultimate girl boss. She's such a girl boss. Yeah. And so one of her first, like, girl boss sort of, like, actions is to absolutely slay a long sleeve t-shirt into the dress of dreams. Oh, that is iconic. So they go... The next morning, and they see that the pool has been cleared. Yeah, and they're like, holy shit. And they're like, what have you done? <laughs> and he's like, I cleaned the pool. <laughs> and they're like, what the frick is she? And they find her mm-hmm. in the hut or something, and she's naked. And yeah. she's like, oh my god, look at my butt. Yeah, <laughs> so she's cute. got legs. And so we find out that in this world, mermaids can simply have legs. Yeah. Yeah. So they can have legs until sunset. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't encounter any water. Yeah. Really fun system. Yeah, I really love that. Mm-hmm. So, actually, kind of similar to H2O. Yeah. Um, so, of course, because she's naked, she needs some clothing. So, yeah. Jojo, sorry, not Jojo. Jojo. Haley gives her her long sleeve t shirt. And yeah, the, the way she transforms that, that was iconic to every girl. I know every girl tried it. I did. I did. I did not succeed. I did not succeed. <laughs> It's impossible. And obviously, like, the dress she's wearing is not a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> but you believe in the movie magic, you know? Yeah, you believe it. It's, oh, my God. You think she's the closest. Well, I still think she's the closest person of all time. Like, she when I is. see her do that. She absolutely is. I've also got a note here. Aquamarine, some of the best ever movie here. Mm. And I'm generally, I, I honestly am questioning, like, is this the best movie here? Like, can you think of better movie here? It's pretty incredible. It's, it's amazing. I love the blue streaks. I love the blue streaks. Like, it's so gorgeous throughout the film, like, straight. But then, obviously, that moment at the last splash. The last splash hair. That whole look. That the, whole look. The crimp. The crimp. Oh. The long hair. The dress. The makeup. That's mermaid hair. Like, that is mermaid hair definition. Yeah. yeah. So then they take her in. 
to Claire's room and she has the shell phone moment and shell her dad's like, Akamari. <laughs> <laughs> the shell phone's absolutely iconic. I love it. And her dad is saying, you need to come back home right now because she escaped home. And he says she has three days to find love yeah. and prove to him that love exists. But the really funny thing I noticed this time is that, like, you know, while she's having her moment on the phone, like, Haley and Claire are outside talking. And then, like, when Akko rejoins them, Akko's just like, I have to find love. Like, ah! there's no, like, preface to it. She's, and I just love that about her. Like, Aquamarine, one thing about Aquamarine, she's not going to stop and explain anything. <laughs> she, if you're not, like, with her and keeping pace, like, you're in her way and you'll get left it's behind. So like, you need to just go with her flow. So true. Yeah. So she's like, I need to find love. And then she sees Ray on his surfboard. And, and we it's... have, like, probably the the first insane needle drop of the film. I like the way you move. Oh, such a good one. It's incredible. We have the slow motion. And here is where you're really getting the sense of the female gaze. The female gaze. This is the female gaze. Obviously a woman made this film. Yeah. And Elizabeth, I can't thank you enough. <laughs> we can't you thank you enough. You changed our lives. But like there's just so much fun, not only in the character of Raymond, because he's a real sweetheart, <laughs> but in the way he's like framed and captioned everything. It's so female gazy. It's fucking perfect. It's perfect. Like yeah. I'm not personally like attracted to Raymond nor am I but I love him yeah he's romantic he's fun and I love him for Aqua yeah love him for Aqua absolutely so they agree to help her yeah they do kind of warn her though it's going to be difficult because they have this iconic line all the girls are after him even a few boys which of course means fuck out my way when you see me I'm rolling well, with, with the, the LGBT, LGBT. Thank you, Aquamarine. And that was a moment because this was, like, you know. This was a long time so ago. So good on you guys. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they decide to help her. They say they're radiologists. And they talk her through all the classic <laughs> things you need to do with your crush. So they call him. With the iconic phone. It's a blue. Yeah, blue, corded, landline, transparent. Transparent phone i have written hashtag bring back transparent tech no i love the transparent phone specifically well like, all of it remember all the colored like apple computers and yes! stuff like that was everything that was, like, and like the game boy and like all that stuff i want to be able to see inside it's a fun time it's really fun in there yeah i also really appreciate how like they're like, yeah, we'll help you with, you know, everything about Raymond. And then she's like, let's go find Raymond. And she just, like, skips away. Like, oh, she, yeah. And then she, Aqua. Oh, she, she goes up to her and says, am I hot? Am I hot? Do you love me? <laughs> See, no, uh, I think you're no. hot. <laughs> really hot. <laughs> that's, a real, that's a really fun one. Yeah. So then they do the drive-by. Is that what they call it? Or the ride-by, sorry. Ride-by, yeah. So they're on their bikes. They ride by his house while he's doing some sit-ups. We didn't even remember this, this was your, your street. <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes. Oh, it's incredible. It is so fun. And Aqua gets so excited. She accidentally hits the brakes yeah. and then falls off. And then Raymond sees and he jumps off the balcony. Literal action sequence. This slow-mo female gazified action sequence. Me and Caitlin have recreated this scene. <laughs> to, to great success. <laughs> And it was amazing. Yeah. 
I love this. This is why I love action, you know. <laughs> I love the music that plays. Yeah. What is it again? It's like. I don't know what the um, actual oh, song is. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. <laughs> when you get down, can, can you come through me? So iconic. Yeah, so he runs for his life. Honestly, risks his life. Because that's yeah. a kind of high balcony. No, he takes the role of lifeguard seriously. He's ready to protect life. Yeah, he jumps over that balcony on the second floor and he runs to Aqua. He's like, Aqua! And he... They have the cutest exchange Oh, ever. my God. You... Okay, so I'm going to call it a plaster, but I think the rest of the world calls it a Band-Aid. But, like, he helps her with her bleeding knee. And she's, like, freaking out at first. And then he's like, hey, hey, I wouldn't hurt you. Even the music that's playing in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. And I always say, this is one of the most romantic scenes of all time. Yeah, I <laughs> wrote down... Um, after Ray says, hey, I wouldn't hurt you. Chloe said, maybe I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly just so cute. And yeah. then also Aqua's the queen of romanticizing everything. Obviously, she's not used to band-aids. No, but she, I think we can take notes from her. Yeah. And I beauty did. to be found in everything. So he puts the band-aid on really sensually, might I add. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, it's beautiful. And... Classic he, comedy moment. It's a comedy moment. You know moment. the crowd went wild in the cinema. Exactly. But also, I love his response because he's not like, <laughs> He's never mean to her. He... He's never condescending. He never, like, makes... If he laughs at, like, a response that she has to something, it's never laughing at her. Yeah. Like, he's just genuinely amused by her outlook because he, like, loves her yeah, so much. Yeah, he's like, oh, my God, you're just so interesting he's, and fun. He's so respectful. He's actually the sweetest guy. He's one of the most respectful love interests. Yeah, like, it makes complete sense that a woman's behind this movie because the more you consider... Raymond, the more you're like, oh my god, he's kind of like blueprint written by a woman. Vibes. I love you, Raymond. Yeah. Um. Also, after that iconic scene, we do have Celia, who's kind of seen it go down, and she says, "There's something very fishy about that girl." And it's just see, a this, classic. This is the kind of fun you can have with a mermaid story. You can make the funny puns. Yeah, <laughs> I love you it. You don't have this freedom with other things, so please give us more mermaid stories with funny lines. Actually, another fun pun moment is later on when she's eating the Ben and Jerry's mm-hmm. and she's eating Ben and Jerry's fish food. Uh, what's the fish food flavor? That's crazy. Well, it's P-H-I-S-H. Oh. And it's like marshmallow. I've had oh, it before. Oh, yum. Marshmallow chocolate, I think. That is classic. Yeah. I love that. So then we have the magazine scene. Oh, that the magazine montage. montage. With Total Girl and everything. Yeah. It's everything. Unless we forget that she has what she calls finger scales and her nail polish color changes with her mood. This was another iconic moment for the girlies. Literal moment of silence. Like, yeah. I'm sure I cried myself to sleep being <laughs> like, that can never be me. And I'm devastated by it. <laughs> no, literally, like every time I had the nail polish that could change color underwater, that's when I felt like aquamarine. Yeah. I need to bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> I would do anything to have a mood color. Oh, sorry. A mood changing nail finger scales moment. <sighs> Incredible. And, of course, we have another great needle drop during that magazine montage, which is One Way or Another. One way or another. So good. 
And of course now we're up to the street fair. The street the fair sleigh already. Fair. Wow, Raymond, you're good. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love the street fair. Like going to the street fair. This going to the street fair and meeting a crush. Mm-hmm. That's everything. Also, this is the absolutely beautiful like foot pedal boat by sunset moment. And we just need to recognize how great, like, I always want that in my movies. Like, thinking about this movie, thinking about, like, 10 things I hate about you when they have the really cute moment and, like, the foot paddle boat. Like, I want it. It's so romantic and lovely. I love the paddle boat moment. Yeah. And you know what I also love? The fact that Haley and Claire are so supportive of Aqua and Ray. They're so happy for them. They have spent so many years being obsessed with Raymond, saying they're going to marry him. And because they care about each other more and they mm. want the wish and they also have come to care about Aqua, they're like, you know, you see them smiling in the background. There's there's nothing else going on for them. They're just happy. They're just like, oh, look, they're such cute. Yeah, like, like there romantic. No resentment, like just love and support. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah, the paddle boat scene is everything. And then she's like, oh, no, because it's the sunset. Mm-hmm. So they rush away. Yeah. And actually, this scene does always bother me because I hate to see ice cream go to waste. Mm. And Claire and Haley throw their ice creams in the bin, which I get it, but it's hard. It's a hard watch. It's hard watch, yeah. (laughs) So they take Aqua, which, by the way, why didn't they plan this earlier? Mm. They're like, where should we go? Surely you should have thought about this earlier. Plan the route, plan the destination. (laughs) Anyway, so they decide to take her to a water tower, Mm -hmm. which I love. Every time I drive by a water tower, I think Aqua's in there. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, she's in there. And I would love to go up there, to be honest, and have my queen moment. (laughs) (laughs) The next thing I've written down is actually one of my favorite quotes from the movie, and I think I might save it because I think it might be my quote. Is it between Aqua and Claire? Yes. Yes. So we have a beautiful scene where Haley goes to get starfish earrings because Aqua says, I need my starfish earrings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and Haley goes swimming with the dolphins to the buoy. To get actually, do we call it boy? Buoy, I would say buoy. Apparently, people call it boy here. Oh, no, have fun. Buoy yeah, is I way like more buoy. fun. Yeah, so she swims to the buoy to get the starfish earrings, and Claire doesn't go in because she doesn't like water because of what happened to her parents. Did we talk about that? No. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Speak on it. Speak on it. So Claire's parents died because I think they drowned mm. when they were on their boat. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, that's a huge loss for Claire, and she struggles with the water because of it. Mm. So Haley does a lot of the water activities by herself. Mm-hmm. And while Haley is swimming, Claire and Aqua have a really few, a really cute moment, mm. and I really love their conversation. Mm-hmm. And yes, we will save one of the stunning quotes, mm-hmm. but it's beautiful, and I, I love their friendship. Actually, you know what I just realized? Obviously, I love all three of them. I love Claire and Haley's friendship. I love Claire and Aqua's friendship. I love Haley and Aqua's friendship. They all have their specific moments. They have such cute dynamics between them. Oh, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And then we have another iconic quote. Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, we will get to that. Okay, so then they go shopping because they need to look cute for the last splash. Another fun montage moment. I love a shopping montage. Mm-hmm. And this is a really fun one because they also go to, I think it's Diva. Yeah. Which was a classic Australian jewellery store. We had that too. RAP to Diva. Yeah. 
but that was, yeah, I'm assuming Australia and New Zealand. So that was really fun to see that in the movies because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so, I'm so scared there. So they all get blue hair. Iconic. And it's everything. And you know what's interesting? They go back home after shopping. They run into Cecilia's gang and they're like, we just walked into the grandma brigade because of yeah. the blue hair. What grandmas do you know who have blue hair? They sound iconic, first of all. Yeah. Such a random insult. Really we random. We could have workshopped that line. I don't know why that made it in. It makes no sense. Yeah. Um, and they lie to Aqua and say that Ray is going to the last splash with Cecilia. Cuts it, cuts deep. And so she is, she's devastated. So she's going into the bath with her fish food, mm-hmm. her Ben and Jerry's fish food. Mm-hmm. And Claire's like, no, I'm going to find Raymond. And I love this because we obviously get the character development with Claire mm. because she was known as Claire Cat, but she is standing up for what she believes in. <laughs> Shows up at, like, the house with this huge party full of people older than her. And, that like, is intimidating. Tells Raymond what's what. It's like, how dare you? Yeah, and then... How could you do this to Aqua? Yes, exactly. While he's literally in the spa with, like, his mm. friends. So it's, like, the water fear moment for her exactly. as well. Yeah. And then one of the freaking weirdos there throws her into the pool. Into the pool! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that actually gave me shivers. It's horrible, eh? It's horrible. It's so horrible. Yeah. Um, so then Raymond saves her. Claire explains what happened with Aqua. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I really need to talk to her. Do you know where I could find her? And she goes, You know, she's a really cute smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they go back to Claire's house. Mm-hmm. And he walks in on Aqua in the bath, which is always an iconic moment. Yeah. With Haley's legs. And you know what one of my favourite scenes is? Mm. So obviously Aqua and Raymond are talking and they clearly reconcile. So Raymond leaves and Aqua tells them, guess who's going to the last flash? And they start screaming and Raymond is walking out of the house and he clearly hears them. And he just, like, does a little cute smile. And he it's just so cute. He doesn't laugh at them or mock them or be like, Haha, all teenage girls do a scream. Like, yeah. it's just a pure, like, Naked is like moment. It's so gorgeous. It's such a cute moment. Mm-hmm. So let's freaking go. We've arrived at the last splash. Like, it is yeah the the moment that Raymond sees Aqua in her beautiful the, look. The double take. Yep. He can't believe her beauty, he and nor could anyone else. Like that's the prettiest girl ever. She's beautiful. Yeah. And he's like, wow. Like he says, I think you look really pretty. And she says, so do you. She's such a fun one. I love her. I love her. So this is where she's really got the iconic mermaid look, like the crimped hair, like just so pretty. Actually, I forgot to say, with the shopping montage, something that has stuck with me since the first time I watched it is when she's like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, you kind of do that sometimes. I love that. And she says, why go through your life unnoticed? And I was like, so true. Mm. So I've really lived my life by that since then. And I just, I really have a lot of inspiration from Aquamarine. Yeah, you just go for it. I love that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just lives her life the way she wants to live it. She lives it passionately. Yeah. And oh, I just love her. That links really nicely to a cute exchange they have at the last splash, which is when Raymond says, are you always so sure of everything? And she replies, yes. Oh, 
What a girl Absolute boss. girl boss. Absolute girl boss. To be a teen and be so sure of yourself, queenery. And to be like in an unfamiliar environment too. And she's just like, I'm still who I am. Exactly. I'm still going to go to a mall, the first mall I've ever been to, and be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then we have, oh my God, the most important needle drop of all time. Hip, hip. Do, 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 do. Hip, hip. Oh. When you're on a holiday. Oh, it is. This is where I know this song from. Like, I love this song because of this movie. And yeah. every time I bring it up, people think I'm talking about American Ashley movie, which I. It's called I... Island in the Sun, which I love. Oh, is the movie called Island in the Sun? The movie's called Island in the Sun, and it's an oh. absolutely iconic movie set so, in the Bahamas. I remember I watched it once. It's the Megan Fox one as well. Yes. It's a great movie. I love that movie, and like I loved that as well as Aquamarine, so the song really raised me. So I wonder if they named the movie after the song. Yeah. Oh, so. that's so, so yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But I was always like, no, it's Aquamarine. <laughs> Um, but I love this scene with all my heart. Yeah. Because once again, she doesn't know how to dance properly. Well, actually, she's dancing. Dancing's what you make it. But ah! she, she's doing her fun little. And he is like, lo- not laughing at her, but he obviously is like He's laughing. laughing because it makes him happy to see her yeah. like that. And like... then he just teaches her how to dance. And it's so cute. He's like, as if you're like in a wave. Yeah. So he teaches her how to dance. And it's so freaking cute. They dance to Island in the Sun. Mm-hmm. Because that's his favorite song, as Claire and Taylor knew. Oh, and we I think we also see her finger scales change color no. during the dance. Oh, so cute. And then Cecilia walks in and then Claire's like, back off. Oh, mm-hmm. what a girl. Claire really slays. And then a really freaking cute quote. I think I like dancing with you better than anything I've ever done on feet. So cute. Oh, so cute. And then she goes in for the kiss. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you can tell me how that makes you feel. Absolute girl boss behavior. Such a cute moment. Also, the last splash is definitely like the moment in the rewatch when I'm like, oh my God, we're already at the last splash. Yeah. 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 Time flies watching Aquamarine. It really does. Every time. So after the last splash. No, this, I really, this is a sequence in the film that I've really grown to appreciate. And that is when the last splash fireworks are happening. Yes. And they've parted ways because obviously she needs to be in water at nighttime. But they are both watching the fireworks separately and like we cross cut between them. And they've both got their like little smiles. And it's just such a sweet reminder, like, you know, we all look at the same sky. Mm. Such a sweet Yeah, they're clearly scene. thinking of I each other. It. Yeah. The um Do you know what that co- do you know what? That sequence is so enchanted coded. There's <gasps> Yes. Oh, that's stunning. Yeah. And she's even singing, like she's humming Island in the Sun while she's Aww. in the pool, like the water tower. And they even have a cute scene where she's like looking up at the fireworks and because he's like on that high chair, like the lifeguard chair, he's like looking down. So it kind of looks like they're looking at each other. And the song, I think One and Only is playing. I love that song. Do you want to be my one and only love? Oh, that is one of the most magical songs of all time. Mm-hmm. I love that scene so much. Mm-hmm. And Cecilia, the widow, follows Aquamarine because oh. she's like, where is she going, the widow? I don't care about this portion of the film at all. Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, she gets rid of the ladder. Yeah. So Aqua can't come down. 
So then we have the Haley and Claire fight. So Haley says that she's been thinking about the wish and her mum's worked her whole life for this. Maybe it's selfish for us to use it. And Claire's like, how do you? Mm. And, and I get where both of them are coming from. Like yeah. it's it's a well it's a crafted and orchestrated friendship fight. You're not going to be angry at either of them. Like, yeah. We get it. It's a yeah. hard, sad situation. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, obviously, like, that's a big, it's cute because we've seen that growth in Claire's character of, like, her gaining in confidence. But then we're also seeing this growth in Hayley where she's come to understand, you know, through listening how, like, impressive it is that her mum has, like, secured this new position and how, like, important the work she does is. Like, Aqua even is like, can you please thank her for me because the water tastes so much better than it did, mm. like, a few years ago kind of thing. And so... Haley is like widening her perspective a bit and becoming a bit more empathetic and sympathetic. So like you're proud of Haley for that growth, but then you know from Claire's perspective, obviously, Claire's already gone through such horrific loss, and and, and for her this is like kind of a repetition of that, like losing her best friend, who's basically her only friend. So it makes complete sense that when Haley's like maybe we shouldn't use our wish for that, like. Claire's not only blindsided, but of course, so hurt. Mm. So, like, you really there's it's a sad one. It's a sad one, but like, it it makes sense. It's not like you know they have a fight over Raymond or like you know like it's yes, a great. That's a good point. Unlike what you'd probably normally expect from this type of movie. That's a really good point. You would yeah. expect it to be like some Raymond thing. Oh wow! Mm. I love how there's no fighting over the boy. No, yeah. there's none of that. Thank yeah. you. Then Claire sees on TV that. Everything's going on with, like, is are the they going to find Aqua in the water tower? Like, yeah. And then we see Aqua and Leonard. And I love Leonard. Leonard's He's a classic. such a classic. He does the MOW moment, which me and my cousin would always talk about. <laughs> and he helps Aqua. And he already kind of was suspicious that there was a mermaid going on because mm. he found the necklace. He was looking in the book and everything. And I really love their conversation mm. and he's like you're the first person who's talked to me or someone because everyone's scared of one but for what no leonard's just a fun old hag he's a fun old hag and people are scared of that although i will say the wish moment makes me a bit uncomfy because he looks out the window he sees the girl that he clearly has a crush on and aqua says you know if you help a mermaid you get a wish and then later on <coughs> excuse me bless you and then later on we see them together mm. so i'm like did he wish I'm hoping yeah, this... what's the extent of that wish? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping like I let's not take it too seriously, I guess. But yeah. it always makes me feel a bit like, what's going on there? Yeah. <laughs> so now we've arrived at the pier scene. Mm-hmm. Aqua and Raymond meet on the pier. And I love how he's early. He's early, he's an obsessed king. He's nervous, he's early, he's, he's so cute. And then when Aqua finally shows up, he says, I thought about you all night. Exactly, just being so confident to admit that. Exactly. No, that is one of. No. I thought about you all night, but most importantly, Aqua just goes, good. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute queen. Walk him like a dog. I love them. And one thing I noticed that I don't think I really noticed before is the way he holds her hand while they're talking. Yeah, Chloe brought my attention to this. We rewound it to see it properly. So cute. It was like. For people, list- for people watching. Really, like, like, playing with the fingers, like, like bringing it, it up, up to like, his chest. Yeah. Like, so cute. So cute. Yeah. I love how he's so obsessed with her. Mm. And it makes sense because I was trying to think of it from his perspective. Like, he's just living his life. Obviously, he's trying to buy Cecilia and all these videos. And then this amazing, like, 
beautiful beautiful unique funny smart i think smart is the first word he uses to describe her when he's like talking about how much he likes her which is really fun as well because obviously she has her silly moments with like the dancing and stuff so i like how he says that Mm. so imagine like and she's just so confident of course he's of course aqua is going to change his life Mm. and of course he's going to become obsessed with her so then she says do you love me And obviously, if someone's asking you this after three, after three days, a lot of guys would just be like, I need a girl. Yeah, like full <laughs> ghost, whatever. He is so sweet about it. He's so sweet. Yeah. He, I think he just says like, no. Why do I have to love you now? I like you. I really like yeah. you. Like so freaking like, cute. Yeah, he's like, why do I have to love you now? Why can't we work our way there? Yeah, why can't we work our way there? Is the cutest thing I've ever heard in my so life. So cute. I've written serious question. Where was Sarah Paxton's Oscar nomination? It's an insanely nuanced comedic performance, and it's so unique. She is so good in this role. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Where? Yeah. I love you, Sarah Paxton. Yeah, he says, I think you're smart and beautiful and different than anyone I've ever met, and I'd love to see a lot more of you. So freaking cute. Mm-hmm. And even before she asks that, actually, I love how he's like, so what do you think tomorrow? Because I thought we could do this. And I actually have this other plan that we could do. And like, yeah. he's really just so upset. Yeah. And then we get the Cecilia widow come in and she pushes Aqua into the sea. Mm. And of course, Aqua's dad causes the vicious waves. Mm-hmm. So Haley and Claire run mm-hmm. and what do they say i'm going in no, no. Not, not without me you're not. not the flip-flops are off yeah they jump into the sea and it is obviously such a growth moment for claire yeah and then they have this beautiful you know like the friendship between the three of them has been kind of like culminating to this moment where they're in the water, like, speaking to each other. And Aqua's like, I'm sorry, like, you don't get your wish. Like, he doesn't love me. Like, she's so sad. And, and she, then, they even offer their wish. They're like, you can take our wish and then you can stay here. Like, all the stuff is absolutely gorgeous. And the vulnerability in Aqua's voice when she's like, why would you do that for me? Like, I actually could cry. No, I know. So you can hear the tears in her voice, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't know, because I guess I would do it for her and I know she would do it for me. It's because... We love you, Aqua. And she's like, you do? And then the tear drops. It lands in the ocean. The ocean clears. <gasps> but a mermaid has no tears. <gasps> and therefore she suffers so much more. Full circle. That's got to be an allusion to that quote. Yes. To have it be a tear. So true. Love that full circle Hans Christian Andersen moment. Yes. And then she says, I didn't know you like when you're happy too. So cute. I love that it has the fun, like, comedic lines that are obviously like the classic one liners designed to make the cinema full of people laugh, but they're like, they're not cringe. Like, they're still it, a fun No, they're moment. not cringe. Yeah. They are fun and funny. And then so freaking cute. So, like, Raymond comes out and Raymond and Aqua are about to have a moment in the water. And then Haley's like, race you to the pier. And then Claire's like, no, wait. Let's just float a while. I want to enjoy this. I want to enjoy this. And it's so sweet. And I feel like that's a reminder to sometimes just float a while. Like you don't have to rush. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. I love that scene. And the fact that 
she proved to her dad that love exists with the power of friendship mm. rather than the romance. Like, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love their friendship. Obviously, it's just amazing because you love the romance, you also love the friendship. Yeah. Like. And I, I would say we often have this combo. It is so rare for me to love a romance when, like, I'm not really, like, yes. in personally into the guy. So true. And I love this romance. I, it's honestly one of my favourites. Yeah. Like, their chemistry, their connection, they're just absolutely cute. Yeah, so they have such a cute final conversation. Yes. Oh, I love them. And they, like, I also love how she's not, you know, like, I'll just be, like, on land full time sort of thing. Yeah. She's like, no, I am a mermaid. Like, I need to go I back to my go family. I got to go for yeah. a while. But maybe we can meet in Fiji because I talked about that earlier. So cute. And then we have the dolphins. Dolphins making the heart. So cute. The classic, are you planning to surface anytime soon? <laughs> I love Maybe that. we should use that tonight too. Are <laughs> planning to surface anytime soon? And I've actually written, do we think they are together in Fiji right now? Do you think they found their way back to each other? I think they did because they had a real connection. I think they definitely did. And he obviously was obsessed. He would do anything for her. Oh, so yeah. he's going anywhere around the world. He for wouldn't her. be able to just live his life after. No, that. no, yeah. No. I do love. That. So they have a really sweet final moment, and then Raymond has a final moment with the girlies too, which is so sweet. And he says to them, "You're both pretty extraordinary." I love that. Yeah. And then gives them a cute little kiss on the cheek. Yeah. And they're like... I love how, like, another thing that's really to his credit is you can tell that he knows they like him. Yeah. But he never, like, exploits it Mm. or, like, uses it to make fun of them or anything. Like, he's just like, oh, those young lasses, (laughs) you know? Oh, so true. And then, oh, we forgot to say that Aqua gave them her starfish earrings. And so they have one each. And she says that starfish can be big suck-ups. But, but they, they never, never lie. lie. So they're like, Claire is so courageous. And they think I think they say Haley is like a tree friend or something. She glows from the inside. inside. Oh, it's the cutest scene. Another one we've recreated. Mm-hmm. And they say goodbye and they're like holding hands and then they run back to hug each other. So cute. Oh, just honestly perfect perfect ending yeah all around and then you know the movie's ended and do you know what place i feel connected protected <laughs> once again another banger to another end the movie absolute banger love that movie so much it's truly everything so actually speaking of that final scene with the starfish, so we want to do like a few fun mini moments where we maybe like talk about our favorite character, talk about our favorite yes. scene, like that kind of thing. So should we start with scene? Yes. So I actually, whilst we were potting, I wasn't too sure what my answer was going to be, but I think I actually have to say it's kind of a mini scene, but I think my favorite scene is Claire and Haley with the starfish at the end. <gasps> yeah. Having their goodbye. Because I just think like... Starfish are big suckers, but they never lie. And, like, the things that she's so sweet. Like, she's a true friend. She clearly is so courageous. Like, she glows from the inside. And I just think she glows from the inside, especially, is just such a, like, a, a woman's declaration of love, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just such a pure, sweet sentiment to, like, one girly to say that to another girly. I just, I absolutely love it. And you can just tell, like, their friendship's going to go the distance. 
And I, I love that about, like you say, with like Aqua and Ray and then Claire and Haley, like they're each going kind of separate paths, but they're still going to be like tied to each other. And like, that's why we have the connected song at the end. Like oh, it's just exactly. narratively wrapped up so beautifully. Oh, that is an amazing, amazing scene. It was really hard to think about my favorite scene because there are obviously so many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think I'm going to go with when they save Aqua mm-hmm. and she's like, they they say we love you, Aqua, and all mm-hmm. of that. Like, it's just, it gets me every time. Mm-hmm. The power of it, it's, I love it. So cute. So what is your favorite quote from the movie? My favorite quote from the movie is, I'll find it in my notes, even though I don't think I need the notes to remember it. It is when Aqua is talking to Claire and this is when Claire is still quite like trepidatious because of her parents' history. And Aqua says, <laughs> Aqua says, I don't think they would have wanted you to be afraid of life. I think they would have wanted you to be friends with it. And that is such a good perspective. Be friends with life. I love that quote. I love Aqua. And it clearly meant so much to Claire. And then she had a little... Like, it really made an impact on Claire and Claire grew from it. Oh, oh it's such a good one. Yeah, that was definitely one of my options. So I think I'm just going to go with, let me tell you something. <laughs> when Haley's talking to Aqua and she's like, it wasn't for nothing. It was for love. And then she's like, she talks about, the, she talks about the fact her dad left and she says, I guess that's just the way it is. And love doesn't always work. That's life. But I know that there's a reason why everyone wants love so much. It's the closest thing we have to magic. It's the closest thing we have to magic. And I also love that because it shows, like, the realities of love as well as the magic of it. Like, it, yeah, doesn't it doesn't always, always work. work. Yeah. But it's like, like the fact that, you know, raise a person and she's a mermaid and like, yeah. 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 Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. So who is your favorite character? Is it too obvious? I actually think... So let me start by saying this rewatch has really made me appreciate, like, the actual personality traits of Aqua. Mm. Like, I've always loved her, but really sort of paying attention to how, like, confident and headstrong she is. Like, I think she's so impressive and I really love her. But... (gasps) I think with all this discussion of growth, I have to say Claire right now. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm going to say Claire right now. I do love Claire. Yeah. Oh, I really love that. I thought we were both going to say Aqua because, well, not so not, unfortunately. <laughs> but my answer is Aqua because I just love her so much. Yeah. But yeah, of course, love them all. And Claire is such a good one. Love Claire. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. cute. Fave needle drop. Oh! I mean, the thing is, Island in the Sun is the obvious answer. So maybe we'll get rid of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's too obvious. I think the one I was most struck by this time was, I like the way Because <laughs> I had this, like, female gaze realization. Like, it's just so out of nowhere. That's a quintessential needle drop for me. How about you? Oh, yeah. It's either between that or when he jumps over the balcony. Yeah. To save her with the band That's iconic. But there's so many good ones. Yeah. So, any fun facts? Mm. I have a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Did you know that this movie is based on the novel Aquamarine, written by Alice Hoffman, who wrote Practical Magic? 
Love you, Practical Magic. Which is so fun. And apparently the novel is actually really different to the movie and it's kind of like a darker vibe. Oh my God. So I'm really excited to read it because yeah. I, I definitely want to read it and compare. Mm-hmm. And I'll film a video. Do you have any fun facts? Um, No movie made since Aquamarine has topped it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the blue tail. It's beautiful. It's so stunning. Actually... actually <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? I wanted to also say that kind of a risky moment when they're on yeah. the surfboard and no she... clam bikini, guys. No clam bikini. Just mermaid hair and nothing else. I remember I realized that a few rewatches ago, and I was like, oh, really? You never noticed? <laughs> well, I noticed it, but like I kind of really yeah, noticed yeah. it, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh wow. <laughs> Who is your? Wait, I'm gonna ask you two things. Okay. Your favorite on-screen mermaid. So from any of the texts we've discussed. And your favorite mermaid design, like which tail and like scale, color scheme, all of that. Like what are your favorites for those two categories? Okay, so that's a really hard question. (laughs) Um, Favorite mermaid. I think I have to say aqua, Mm -hmm. aquamarine. What about you? I'm going to go with Ariel. The animated or? I'm going to go with Halle Bailey's Ariel. (gasps) Love that. Yeah, I really loved her. Yeah, she's beautiful. But I would say, yeah, I and I love cartoon Ariel as well. I love her so much. Yeah. Yeah. So for favorite design, that's really hard. Like, <laughs> I love what they've done with the actual fin on the tail of Halle Bailey's. I was going to say. That, I think, I think my, that's my favorite. Yeah. I think I, because I've only watched it once, I can't quite remember the specifics, mm. but I remember thinking it was beautiful and I loved like how flowy it was in the yeah. water. So that yeah, I guess that's probably it. Yeah, but Aquas is perfect as well, and like the color is so pretty. She has the best mermaid hair. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah, but obviously but I love Helly's Helly's hair as well. Like oh yeah, every mermaid slays really. But I also love the H two O just because I have so much nostalgia. The like um halter I love- orange bikini top. <laughs> it's just so fun because then it like matches with yeah the, yeah the tail. Yeah. Wow, mermaids are everything. Mermaids are everything, and this was so fun. This was so much fun. And I think this was, like, it was just so needed for the Kately moment. Yeah. Like, it's a Kately classic. We needed to talk about it. Yeah. And for those listening, thank you for listening. Yeah, we love you heaps. We hope you love Aquamarine. And we hope you're excited for more fun movie pods. Yes. In the future. And send requests. Yeah. Always open to that. Yeah. So we'll see you. And the next one, you guys, until then, if you want to find us, where can you find us, Chloe Bunny? On Instagram and TikTok at Bunny Banter Podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you want exclusive access to the video accompanying each episode and early access to the episodes, you can subscribe to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Bunny Banter. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. Thank you, Bunnies. We'll see you next time. Bye.